two players, two sides. One is light, one is dark. Welcome to the weekly Lost edition of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, Stephanie and Cliff. Hello, everybody. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And welcome to episode number four of the Generally Speaking Weekly Lost Podcast. We are coming to you from our kitchen for the very first time. And Stephanie, it's kind of neat to be sitting this close next to you. I hear an echo, though. It, it's a little echoey in here. In honor of Mr. Echo. <laughs> echo. Echo. Anyway, moving right along, uh, we have a very special show for you this week. And it is our special Season 2 DVD set review. Yes. And we're excited. We are excited. I'm, I'm, I'm still a little thrown off by the echo. It's going to take me a minute to get used. Well, ignore the fact it. that there's an echo and pretend I, that I'm trying. Not. I just said it's going to take me a minute to get used to it. Sure. Well, I'll tell you what. While we're working on that, let's go ahead and uh, say a special thank you for our sponsor this week. This week's podcast is being sponsored by Virginia Justice with Soulmate.com. Last week, Stephanie and I shared that we both know people who have gotten married as a result of meeting their spouse through an online dating service. I've been totally blown away by the number of you who have also told me that you have found your spouse online through a dating service. One of the things I think is neat about online dating services is those profiles that you fill out. And that way you get to at least read a, a little bit and know what they like, what they don't like, how they feel about certain things before you actually go out on your first date with them. I remember some blind dates in my past and boy, I could probably do a whole podcast just on that. But I digress. Anyway, if you're thinking about finding that special someone in your life and you're considering an online dating service, my suggestion would be at least to give soulmate.com a try. And you can do that for free with their seven day free trial membership. All you need to do is go to generallyspeakingpodcast.com and click on the banner that says Soulmate. Now I'm going to ask that you not go to soulmate.com directly because if you do so, Virginia Justice will not get the credit and the full benefit of being our sponsor here. Please go to our website at generallyspeakingpodcast.com and click on the banner and that way she will receive full credit for anybody who goes to the site and takes advantage of their seven-day free trial sign-up. So don't wait a moment longer. Go to the website, click on the banner, and sign up today. We're lost on an island, running from boars and monsters, freaking polar bears. I've looked into the eye of this island, and what I saw was beautiful. Lost, exploring the mystery. Well, Stephanie... Exploring the mystery is what the extra features disc, disc number seven, is all about, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. We just finished uh, viewing most of uh, disc number seven in the DVD set, and we wanted to bring you a little bit of a report on what you can find on this extra features disc. Now, <coughs> you're going to have to uh, um, forgive me this week. I am... At hopefully what will soon be the end of a very bad sinus infection. Anybody listening to episode number 41 could tell that I'm a little nasally in that episode. 
But anyway, um, I'm dealing with the little cough that comes afterwards, so I apologize in advance. But anyway, we wanted to see if it would be really worth it to fork out the money for the Season 2 DVD set. And, well, we had already forked out the money. Mm-hmm. And we figured we would do that for you guys. Because we love you. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> no, I'm I'm still thinking about forking out the money. I'm like, what? We're forking out the dough. We're forking out the dough. Okay. We, but we did get a good deal on it because we bought it in those first couple of days. Yeah, we got ours for, what, 34 36 3649 3649 plus we got a $5 free gift card at Target. And then I was there 2 days later and it was 4999 already. So. so we got a good deal. But anyway, what we wanted to do is find out whether or not there's enough information on this to warrant a lost holic to go out and fork over 50 bucks. I think to seek the making of the hatch was enough. <laughs> well, it, I think so. And and what we've come back with is that Stephanie and I both agree, uh, which is, is this the first time we agree? Not, Maybe the second. Okay. There, there was having kids we agreed on after a while. Uh, <laughs> and then, so this might be the second thing okay, we agree moving on. Moving right along. <laughs> we, we agree that you should go out and buy the season two DVD set. What we're going to do is give you a little bit of an explanation of what's there, hopefully to entice you to go out and purchase your copy, mm. but obviously we're not going to give you too much to where you won't need to go get it, because then we get sued by ABC and that wouldn't be good. Anyway, one of the things that you'll do is when you open up your Season 2 DVD set, is you'll pull it out of its sleeve. You'll and you'll open it, and you'll open it, and you'll open it, As and you'll open it. <laughs> Revealing seven different discs. <coughs> and um, basically, what you want to do is just immediately skip all the other ones and go straight to the last one, which is what I did. And I immediately stuck it into my computer's DVD drive and booted it up while Stephanie was downstairs doing something else. Because I could not wait. He couldn't wait for me. And then all week, he's been like, have you watched that yet? Have you watched that yet? Have you watched that yet? I'm like, no. And I'm like, how could you not? Hello? Other shows are coming back on. I'm, I'm got to get into the swing of the other shows that I watch. Yeah, yeah, whatever their shows. Whatever. Yeah, okay. I know that, <coughs> you know, all you guys are against me, but I do watch other other shows. There are no other shows, except okay. for Dancing with the Stars. Well, I have three kids. The, the, does that work? Can, can I use that? You can use I'm that I'm playing one. that card right now. Can, I mean, not that I have three kids. Well, <laughs> okay, moving right along. Are you trying to say that I'm not a lot of help? Um, you've been sick this week. No, you haven't I, been much help. I haven't been much help. <laughs> so I was kind of like just sitting yeah. back. Put the kids to bed tonight and Megan comes downstairs to ask me a question. I'm like, well, where's daddy? She, he's hiding in his room. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> so what's he doing? He's playing on his computer. Moving right along. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so you open up and you throw disc number seven into the DVD player. And as soon as you do, you will hear something like this. Hello. Welcome. Your tour of duty has been broken up into three phases. Phase one, observation. Carefully follow and absorb the events that unfold in the various sectors of the island. Phase two, conditioning wherein you will gain more specific insight into the lives and motivations of your subjects. And finally, 
phase three conclusion, where you are to review the compiled data in order to complete your duties. You may choose to periodically alternate between the three phases, but remember, it is of the utmost importance that you complete all tasks in order for your shift to be successful. On behalf of the De Groots, Alvar Hanso, and all of us here at the Dharma Initiative, thank you. Namaste. And good luck. You know what I just realized? What's that? We haven't been recording. I accident. I didn't hit the button. You're kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding. Good. <laughs> That's good. Okay, that wasn't really that funny. It wasn't. No. I, I thought it was going to be funnier. Yeah, th- sorry. I should have waited until you like know what? Um, 35 minutes into it. Uh, then no. I would have got you. Still wouldn't have been funny. Um, you go ahead and talk. i got to get some more orange juice. Mine. All, all those... Um, I can't hear you, but go ahead. I'm, well, you can hear me, right? Yeah, I can hear you. Go ahead. All, all those... What's his name? Dr. Candle videos that he does. Or is it Dr. Mark Whitman? Oh, whoever he is. All of his videos have that music in it that reminds me of like being in a Middle Eastern country where they make the snakes dance. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, that, that's the it's only sub- thing. It's subliminal. I'm back, by the way. That I think That's the only thing that I think of. Is that why you wanted to be in the kitchen? <laughs> what? So you, you could have access to the... Cause I, yeah, my throat is killing me. But <coughs> maybe it was subliminal um, marketing for snakes on a plane. <laughs> I don't know. I want to know who wrote that movie. What? I, who, we're I couldn't in, even watch the previews. Anyway, I, moving right. Let's talk about Lost. Can we try that one? <laughs> we, we'll get into some Lost stuff somewhere in here. Anyway, so you pop in the disc and you get this orientation film kind of looking thing, which is, I think, a nice touch. I mean, it... I, th- I think creative. I, I, it was not something I was expecting, so it was kind of a. It was like, yeah, this is cool, and uh, just goes to show that now in the future I will expect similar perfection, similar perfection in the future. Anyway, so basically, what happens is you get that little intro, and then there are three. Sorry, that's okay. <laughs> there are three <laughs> note cards laying out on the desk in front of us to choose from. Phase showing, one, two, and three. Phase one, two, and three. And so, obviously, the very first thing you can do is go ex- directly to phase three. <laughs> but I no, because ha- he said you have to complete all three phases. He says, but you may choose to go from phase to phase intermittently. But of course, me being the perfectionist and the obsessive compulsive person that I am, I chose phase one first. To phase one, your duty is to carefully observe and record everything that occurs. Remember, as always, thoroughness in this matter is crucial. Phase two. Okay, so, yeah, phase one, thoroughness is crucial. All right? And I, I recorded all three of those things together. Right, I did, did not put a, I didn't put a pause in there, so okay. I'm going to back that. Let me see if I can back that up a second. Pardon me why I fix a little technical <laughs> difficulty here. Okay, I think that got it. Anyway, so when you get to phase one, you have four options. The first one we have not seen yet. No, because we need to watch that when we're alert. Fire plus water, anatomy of, of an episode. Basically, I'm looking forward to that. I, I, ho- I hope that that's... I, I wish... No, fire plus water is a good one. Fire plus water was a great that was a, episode. That was a great Charlie episode, yeah. wasn't it? So I think that'll be an excellent one to see. And so we're looking forward to looking into that, um, this making or anatomy of an episode. And let me tell you, we have I haven't even clicked doesn't, on it to see what it looks like. Doesn't the back of the box say um, 
fire plus water from conception to completion. Yes, and that's what I'm thinking is that this would be what I'm expecting is to see. Okay, I'm expecting hopefully to see the writers getting together, kind of brainstorming. I think that would be awesome to see some of the writers and see them bouncing ideas off each other. I don't know if it's in there, but that's what I'm hoping. Okay, and then to see them produce or to send that over and and it over to the big guys, the powers that be. Well, not the network's powers be, but anyway, to send it over to right. Damon and Carlton, and and try to see how this fits in and bouncing back some things, and then how they show it to the actors, give them the scripts for the first time they're reading it, finding out what's going on this week in their lives on this show, and <laughs> uh, I, <coughs> excuse me. So I'm really looking forward to seeing. Hopefully, we do see the cons from concept part. Yeah. And that's that's what I'm expecting because of what they've written. So we'll we'll report back on that next week. Next week, absolutely. And then next is really cool. It's called Lost on Location, where they have actually taken footage, um, behind the scenes footage, of five of, episodes, of five or four, five, adrift, everybody hates Hugo, abandoned, <coughs> collision, and the twenty third Psalm. Yes. Yeah, so there are five episodes. And it's really cool because you get to see like Sawyer and Michael and um, Jin down mm-hmm. in the eight foot deep tiger trap, mm-hmm. and it shows them you know Sawyer acting with the boom microphone over top of his head and <coughs> completely ruins that scene for you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and what was neat is in the twenty third Psalm, to the church, yes. um, Echo's brother's church. It is the front of the church is in one location, but and the inside, but, and, but it's just it? a facade. The inside is actually a completely different location. So when they walk through the doors, I thought that was really. They cool. cut to another location where they're filming from inside a church. That was really cool, so, and um, I really liked on. Um, I don't remember which one it was that we watched, but where um, Daniel Day Kim was talking about because there are some interviews. You know about how recording was and, and how shooting it was and things like that. And um, Daniel Day Kim talks about being in the tiger <coughs> hole with um, Josh, Josh Holloway and Harold. How do you say Paranel? Paranel, um, because they hadn't really had a chance to work together. But being down there in the confines, you know, confines of, the, of the of the tiger hole, they really had no other option but you know to get to know each other and to develop a certain language amongst themselves and yeah it, it really so expanding the characters i i really like that yeah and so it lost on location is very cool and i think that that those are kind of uh really <coughs> excuse me adds to the value of of the lost dvd set now the next one <laughs> is the world according to Sawyer. Now we. I think we, a lot of people are excited about that one. I think a lot of people are. Now I did not want to get sued by ABC and bring to you and record exactly how it is on the DVD. So what I did is I did record the entire thing and I stripped out everything but exactly word for word the nicknames. And so here we go. One minute, full, chock full of Sawyer nicknames. Josh Holloway is Mr. Catchphrase. You know he's got all these. Uh, Cool little witty uh, comments. Bar bar. Moonbeam. That little red riding hood. Down on chop. Two Brutus. Sorry, sport. Er Muhammad, amigo. Shut up, Hamo. Coconut internet. What makes Sawyer so wonderful is he continually pulls references out of thin air, theoretically. He's obviously very well read. 
Folks down on the beach might have been doctors and accountants a month ago. But it's Lord of the Flies time now. You heard of Daniel Boone. Ponce Leon. Well, Thelma. Rambina and her buddy Pillsbury. Dr. Quinn. Mr. Clean. Tattoo. Open short round. Shaft up. Stay puff. Bluebeard blew us up. Wild Jacko and Anna Lulu. Jimmy Freckles. Your horse. What can I do you for a deep dish? Stay out of this metro. Jethro. Baby napper. Chewy. I tried to get him back in one episode, and those who, like, hunt for Easter eggs might if they watch very closely, be able to see uh, there's an instance where I actually call him him Chewy in a scene. Now that would be cool to find. That'd be cool. If I, now there are some lost holics. I mean, you and I are into Lost, but there are some people who are. There are some people who lost. are into Lost, and if you guys know where, what episode, and at what time, <coughs> excuse me, what time. He, Send that over so we can let us so know so that out. we can go in and check it out. I'd love to find out where he actually, where Jin calls Sawyer Chewy. Chewy. That That'd would be, be awesome. <laughs> <coughs> so anyway, that's pretty much what's on um, phase two one. One. Okay, so we're moving right along into phase two, where we start off with is... the. What? Ah. No, go ahead. Never mind. I was gonna play the little. Okay, I forgot about the little clippy things. Phase two. Please remain alert for this phase, as it will give a unique insight into the psychological experiment already in progress. Okay. Okay, can I talk now? Now you can talk. Okay. Uh, Just so you know, I have one of those for phase three, too. Okay, I'll try to make a mental note of that. Um, Okay, that's really (laughs) annoying. Hold on. Okay, go ahead. Okay, does he annoy anyone else or just me? I really need to know. <laughs> it's pretty much everybody, babe. Okay. They're feeling your pain. Yeah, the lost um, flashbacks. There are only two episodes um, that are that they have flashbacks for. Um, the first one being, um, I believe, Abandoned. Yes. But my computer's doing an AVG update, so now I can't. Oh, we don't need those fires. There checkers. we go. Go ahead. Um so the first episode is abandoned, and they show us two flashbacks for Shannon. One being the wake, which has been previously shown on Good Morning America. Yes, it was not new to me. I, I, I had I, seen that one before. We had already seen that. And can we uh, talk about it real quick? Well, I was going to say the next one, and then okay, go ahead and say the next one, and, and then, then we'll talk about both of them. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, and then you the rock. Things, you know that the title of the next flashback is the new au pair. <laughs> okay, meaning nanny. Yes, absolutely. So anyway, um, in the wake, mm-hmm. Shannon walks in um, to the Her kitchen. Her stepmom putting away the food from the wake. Yes. And uh, mom says, who on earth brings beef stroganoff to a wake? And Which, she says, seriously, shouldn't the woman just be grateful that people brought anything? No doubt. And then Shannon says, well, that was dad's favorite. And then Shannon's mom says, well, he won't be well, eating. Well, Shannon's mom. <laughs> okay, Shannon's stepmom. The evil stepmother. There you go. Says, well, he's not going to be eating any tonight now, is he? That was like the most insensitive, cruel remark I think I've ever heard. Yes. And and then it it shows her saying, oh, <coughs> I don't know what I'm saying. I'm, I'm obviously yeah. upset. And then she says, they walk That's over. That's just to, a cop out. They walk over to the kitchen. And I thought like a little bonding might have happened, which leads me to, led me to believe for just a moment. <coughs> Pardon me. 
Um, that they were close. That they were going to be close. And, just, and that yeah. maybe that this whole thing where mom, step, evil stepmom's keeping the money away from me might be a lie. And so basically she says, listen, you know, I really did love your dad. When you're moving out. Well, will you <laughs> hold on? Well, that's what she said. But I was trying I mean, to be she, in the moment for a minute. She, there is no moment. She barely pauses. She really doesn't even give Shannon a chance. But I want to tell you what's happening so in my sorry. thought this is process. The, this is the Weekly Lost Podcast starring Cliff. I will sit here and speak when spoken to. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, my trusty sidekick. I just wanted to share something real quick. And you can interrupt me whenever you want. <laughs> Except for right now. <coughs> Go ahead. I can't breathe. And I was just trying to help. So you I didn't know. have to talk and breathe and cough. And <sighs> Man, this is horrible. <laughs> anyway. Um, what was I going to say? In oh, the so moment. In the moment. <laughs> <laughs> so in the moment. She's like, you know, I really did love your dad. And Shannon's like, yeah, I know. And it's like actually, she doesn't say I know. She says I did too. I did too, or something. But anyway, and you hear the little violins playing in the background. It's like, oh, they're gonna hug. And then, and then there's this awkward silence. And then she says, "So when are you moving out?" And then Shannon looks. She has this look on her face, and I and you can't see my face, and it's just like fade to dark. Dun, dun, dun. I knew that was coming. I need that clip. Nobody. There are thousands of people listening to this. And you wonder why they're not sending it in. Where is the dong 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 clip? I mean, nobody has sent it to me. And you wonder why. I, I would think that. So they'd... let's talk about the new pair. <laughs> the new old pair. I when I which Cliff thought made no sense. <laughs> but go ahead, tell them why you thought it made no sense. I just thought it made no sense. Why in the world would they show Shannon going and babysitting the French? Uh, families, children. Uh, obviously, it, I mean, would they really make? Uh, well, of course, it made sense that it's a deleted scene. In that, is it a deleted? No, this is a well. It's a deleted scene. It's, it's a, a deleted. Yeah, it's a deleted flashback, and it made sense. Well, it's like, well, of course, you would delete that because, I mean, are they really going to do a flashback just to show how she knew French, you know, and could translate the La Mer song? And then Stephanie says she was having an affair with the husband. And I'm saying, really? I don't remember that. And Stephanie says, "There was just says, an awkward chem- there was an awkwardness between them." Well, he obviously and the daughter knew her. The daughter, I mean, I know. So she's well, been she's around. Been, she's right. been the. She's been around. But but here's the deal. There was an awkwardness. There between. was an awkwardness there, and obviously he says, "Listen, I'm gonna personally see to it that we help you with your French." Absolutely. We'll, we'll, we'll or he said, "He says we'll work on that." Yeah. And, and, and it was almost. And as, then he's like, oh, "You're pretty oh. hot, and I'm gonna hang out and spend a lot of time with you." I mean, that's well, really no, what here, I heard. Here is what I I was saying: is the daughter knew her. Um, I like was sitting next to you. The daughter... Oh, I know I can hit you. This is so cool. <laughs> the daughter cool. comes running down the stairs and gives Shannon a hug. Yeah. The daughter knows Shannon. She's seen her before. But when the wife comes out of the kitchen, he yeah. introduces them like it's the first time. Yeah, but that... Because, because he's <laughs> that doing makes this me whole... Know- he's doing, well, he's doing this whole, we'll work on your French, you know... And then he's like, oh, oh, and this is my wife, you know? Danielle or, or no, it wasn't I Danielle. don't even remember her name. Anyway, it was... It was insignificant. But but that's not why you were telling me when we were watching this downstairs why you thought that was her boyfriend. Because I was falling asleep. 
But what did you say? I don't remember. You told me <laughs> that she told Sawyer that my boyfriend... I used no, to babysit I, for my boyfriend's daughter. Saeed. I, I, what did I say? Sawyer? Son, yeah, you said Sawyer. <laughs> I'm um, sorry. That's okay. Let we, me go get um, some more medication. When she was telling Saeed, look, my my fringe isn't even that good. And, um, but, and then she comes back to him and they're sitting on the beach and she's saying their lyrics to a song. I thought she said... That the man that she was in France for, his son watched that movie all the time. You know the okay, and and I don't remember that, and unfortunately we didn't have time between no. when you told me that to. But I'll right go now. back and look, and and I'm sure we'll get a call or two. So anyway, so <coughs> that was the two flashbacks. Send from those Abandon. emails to Cliff is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if he is, if he's not, send them to me. I don't care. Stephanie is wrong at. Um, let's see here. That's, that's uh, <laughs> Cliff's favorite phrase. <laughs> okay. Oh, and then what was the next one? Uh, the, the next the, Oh, and the next one was, was from Lockdown. And it's... Um, Locke's father. Locke's father. Um, kind of like a... Just before the funeral. Just before the funeral, catching the priest up on, you know, Trying all the stuff he him. doesn't know about his dad. So he could say some things about his father, and, yeah. and it kind of just shows an Look, awkward... this was a creep of a man, and he didn't love me, and he used me, and he stole my kidney, and now he's dead. <laughs> I mean, he didn't really say that. He just felt it was an awkwardness was, in that yeah. he was asking things about, you know, his father's past, which Locke obviously did Doesn't not know. know. And he pretty much said, Helen was kind of cynical, though. She Well, she hated his father. I know, but she was. <coughs> what about just respect? Yeah, but it's hard for her to respect his, her father, even in that. death. Or not so death. <laughs> Whatever. Made up death. Okay, so that's pretty much the flashbacks. And uh, The Locke's Father and The Wake, both of those I saw on Good Morning America. I don't remember seeing The Locke's Father, but I do remember seeing The Wake. Then perhaps I saw Locke's Father on Jimmy Kimmel. Maybe. It was on I really know we saw another one on um, Good Morning America. It was just a deleted scene. It was in a flashback from, I believe, the other 48 days. Yeah. Where didn't they find a box or... Some kind of crate washed up on shore. Yeah, I don't remember. So, I, I don't remember the exact details of that, but I... Okay, so also in phase two, we had some deleted scenes. Mm-hmm. Which, again, the lost flashbacks are deleted scenes, but these are additional deleted scenes. Right, from which, the island. From the island, obviously. And the first one is seeing Walt. Now, in, in seeing Walt, Sun is very interested and is pressing Shannon for details. So, no. you, tell me what you saw. What... Tell me about what did Walt say? Which I know Sun was <coughs> well, I have to be honest, when I was watching this I was half out. Um and I'm thinking, why is Sun so interested in Shannon seeing Walt? And I'm sitting there thinking the same thing. Has so she I, also seen Walt? Has she been seeing images of Walt? Has she been getting messages from Walt? Until I realized that Jen was on the raft too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And, and, and then it, it made all. And then it made yeah. sense. And then and, it made sense. And I think what happened was they saw that, and it wasn't quite clear why. Yeah. Sun was. It, and it I think was, that, that maybe really is confused. why they took it out. Maybe, but uh, <coughs> yeah, she just keeps pressing, pressing, and Shannon's like, "Look, I didn't see anything. I'm tired. I haven't slept since Boone died. Um, Post traumatic stress." Um, she doesn't say that, but. That's what they allude to, yeah. and you know, look, I didn't see anything. Stop asking. Well, did, me. And didn't Boone just die? 
Well, yeah, Boone had oh, just I'm died. I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention to what you were just saying. I didn't think so, but... <laughs> I was reading right along what we're going to get to okay. next, and I apologize. So, next is A Little You Time. A Little You Time, and this is where Charlie's trying to wake up Locke, which I think is really crazy. Anyway, um... I thought it was really funny. <laughs> It, it 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 did seem like a useless scene though. It did. It was a it was a very useless scene, and I can see exactly why they took it out. And really, if you miss this one, you're not missing much. So no. moving right along. Uh, Sawyer's visitor. Uh, this shows yeah. Sawyer down in the tiger cage. And I guess everybody else is asleep. Yep. Um, Michael and and Jen are asleep because. But he yells real loud, and we don't see him wake up. So well, were they Sawyer's down there? obnoxious, so maybe they just get used to sleeping through him. That could be. But anyway, Libby comes. Yes. And they and don't show her, water. but you can, you can very much voice. tell her voice. And uh, yeah, gives him some water. Yes. Um, and let's see here. Uh, the next one was dinner time. And this was where it shows them inside the arrow hatch. And uh, Libby's divvying out food to everyone. Anna. I'm sorry. Anna Lulu. And I was kind of cool. What was kind of cool with the Sawyer nicknames. <coughs> Excuse me. Is I realized from this ep- from watching the uh, so- according to Sorrow's World or whatever it was, um, I realized that I didn't come up with the term Analulu, which so many people hate me for because no, I keep no. calling her Analulu, and it's the writers of the show that came up with it. So get off my back, people. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Seriously. Um, <coughs> but anyway. yeah, so Anna is is. You know, divvying up the dinner, which looks to be some kind of meat. Looks like raw fish. Yeah. Sushi. Sushi. She, yeah. she found an all-night sushi bar on and, that um, part of the island. I really, I thought she was going to skip over Sawyer because he was in the middle of Michael and Jen. Yes. And she fed one first and then went and did the other and skipped over Sawyer. And I thought she was not going to feed him. And and also, and what's cool is it was the last bit of fish or yes, of food. Yes, it was the last piece. And Sawyer's like looking, and he has that puppy dog pout going on. The little lip was sticking out, and like he was eight years old again. And she give, and she goes over and she gives it to him. And I think that they took that out because um, it it showed, it showed to it, both of their soft sides exactly. And it showed Anna Lucia being soft on Sawyer too soon because obviously right after that we still see her beating the crap out of him, mm-hmm. and that didn't make sense. No, it didn't. Excuse me. So then we have the bloopers, which I haven't seen yet, but you said you'd seen they're, some they're, of them? Yeah, I, I watched the I mean, blooper they're bloopers. reel. They're, they're, just... they're bloopers, and, and they're exactly what you would expect to see, and some of them were quite funny. Are they? Yeah, I, so. I will check those out. Now, the next thing really was really disturbing. <laughs> disturbing or weird? Both. Okay. It, it was disturbing because... It's the Channel 4 UK season two promo that they put together and it's like they they went all out for this thing they really did but see here's what it's season two so they've already been on the island for you know what 50 some odd days a couple days and um and the promo has them all dancing they're they're paired up in couples and they're all in this gothic looking drab Clothing and, and the eye ladies makeups. all have on heavy, heavy eye makeup and a tear running down one cheek with like a mascara line. Yeah. It is really creepy. It, it's really weird looking, and it, it, it and you know I've seen it before because it was floating around on yeah. on YouTube for a long time. <coughs> so I had seen it, 
And but I, it doesn't really make sense, and it, I don't think it has anything to do with the show. Yeah, and I couldn't understand why they would air that as a promo for season of what would be to come on season two. Totally, totally weird. But uh, I mean, I, I would, really I, I would, I, I would say that some people probably totally disagree with us and, and thought that was a totally artful expressionist kind of way of expressing what's going on in in the show. And and you know what? I will just say I am totally art culturally challenged. So <laughs> moving right along. Face sneak peeks. Oh, sneak peeks. Um, totally a waste. Other stuff. I thought has nothing to do. I with was loss. like sneak peek into season three. It's like it was other shows. What, it's the Pirates whatever. of the Caribbean. It is. Um, it's Scrubs, for which other is not crap. even on ABC. Um, it is for <coughs> Desperate Housewives season two DVD. Blah. Desolate Housewives. Anyway. Will you stop it? What? You haven't watched that show. I have not. So stop it. Stop what? Trashing it. Okay. It's funny. Okay. Sad, but funny. Moving right along. Stop trashing it. Okay. All right. And then we go to phase three. During the course of this third and final phase, you will be given further information that will play a key role in your research. This information may answer important questions and lead you to a greater understanding of overall objectives. Okay, so here we have some lost connections. The first thing on phase three is this thing called lost connections. Now or I don't six degrees of separation. Yes, it, they they introduce introduce it with something that I really. Wanted to bring to you in audio format of and play for you their explanation of this whole thing, but I didn't have time, so I apologize. But anyway, it's it's this whole explanation of the six degrees of separation, or it's also known as the theory of centrality, right. that you're never more than five or six people removed from any other stranger on the face of this planet, and it goes into this. You never know if, if you know if how many years ago you might have bumped into somebody who bumped into somebody who bumped into somebody who is somebody that you and might I, later be might be your wife later on. And and um, JJ Abrams is starting a new show this fall, simply called Six Degrees, which I'm looking about forward this, to which, seeing. Yes, and it starts Thursday night. Yeah. And a lot of people thought, you know, that these the, these flashbacks where people are are connecting with one another that that <coughs> might be a hint into the mystery of what they're trying to say is going on with Lost, which I've already heard the producers say. Yeah. I really wouldn't focus on that too much as much as it is is just an it's just a nod to that theory. You could spend you could probably spend I mean, I only looked at it for like five seconds, but four hours sitting there looking at all the connections. Yeah, of, it, it is done. I, I cannot, I amazing. cannot possibly explain it to you in audio format, and I'm not even going to attempt to. So all I can say is that season two DVD with the extra bonus feature is worth the money for just the effort they put into these lost connections. It's pretty cool, and I, I cannot. I cannot possibly give you right. any explanation of how to describe it. But it goes and it shows you, you know, if and you give it credit, the credit it needs. Jack and click on one of his links, <coughs> and it'll show you how he's linked to Jen because of a scene in the airport. And, and how it'll he's show linked to everybody, a couple other people. And right. Well, I'm just using that one okay. in particular. How it actually shows the scene of the show in Jack's flashback where yeah he's connected to to Jen, and so it, it's 
it's pretty remarkable. Next, there's a thing called mysteries, theories, and conspiracies. Stephanie didn't see that. I did. I will tell you that it's just uh, Damon Lindelof shares his theory as if he doesn't know. Um, (laughs) And some of the cast is interviewed, and they ask them what some of their theories are. And and, uh, (coughs) it talks about how um, that when they wrote the show... They didn't. They did not anticipate that people would be coming up with these well thought out theories, and so they've had to kind of come up with some of this, mm-hmm. you know, in depth stuff. And yes, they had. They knew. They've always known where the story is going to go, but not in in such a way that people would be looking at, you know, Everything. mythology everywhere. Right. So. Um, that's a neat one to watch, and then of course we have the secrets from the secrets hatch, from the which, hatch, which is another another thing that is absolutely makes the DVDs worth it. I yeah. really liked. I liked how the piping is made out of styrofoam. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> you know, like the heavy, the really big heavy pipes are are made out of styrofoam and painted and and rusted. You know, made to look like these big sturdy pipes. And did I? Am I making this up, or did I hear him say that when they opened the hatch, they never intended to go in it? No, they 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 what, didn't intend did to I go in it. What did I confuse that with? In the way that they did. Um, maybe there was a couple things. One, they said that they they uh, the fans intent were expecting them to go into the hatch for the season finale of season one. Okay. And and so they did Sorry. not, and of course they intended that to be where they would start season two, um, but they said when they first came up with the hatch, they didn't have an idea. They had no. They said, okay, so what's in it? They, yeah, that we'll, we don't know. We'll, we'll we'll work that out later. Right. And I think that's kind of cool. And I think it's very cool to see them kind of, um, you know, straight from the plans to the construction and, and putting it together. It was a it's a neat feature and, and making it making it. Um, you know, what's what am I thinking of for for the seventies era? You know, oh, yeah. you know, getting all the right equipment, and I, I enjoyed it. It's a very good one. In fact, it prompted some listener feedback. Yes, Colonel Locke, is this line secure? Line secure. Go ahead. Hey, Cliff, Stephanie, Toy. This is Michelle from Texas. This is Kim from Indiana. Josh from California. Jennifer from Florida. Sam in Tucson. Kimberly from California. Paul in Memphis, Tennessee. Listener feedback. Target area is acquired. We are a go. Roger that. Hey, this is Andrew from Salt Lake City. What's up, guys? Just letting you know that I was up till 2 in the morning watching the special features, um, the Sawyer part where he calls everyone's names. Uh, they didn't get all of his names, but they did pretty much of it. They didn't even mentioned Captain Arab, which I was kind of like, what? But the bonus episode was just the whole season two cut down in one big episode. That's all that was. But I did go back and listen to the director's talk on Psalms 23, and when the black smoke does appear, they do talk about pictures being in the smoke, and they said that it's kind of an Easter egg, and all those images are part of Echo's past that will show up in future episodes. So I just thought I'd tell you guys that. If you guys were to get season two, I would get it just so you can have the commentary. Uh, love the show. You guys rock. Freaking polar bearific. Um, so I'll talk to you guys later. All right? Be good, guys. Hey, Cliff and Steph. This is James from Atlanta. 
Uh, I just picked up this Season 2 box set today, and while I was perusing the special features, I watched a featurette called Secrets of the Hatch. One of the secrets that the powers that be reveal pertains to the mural that has been the focus of many of your theories, mainly that it is seemingly similar to Claire's boyfriend's paintings back in Australia. One of the set designers revealed that the mural was painted by none other than Desmond. It was painted by Jack Bender, whom I believe is one of the directors of some of the episodes. He incorporated the mythology of the island and what would be running through Desmond's mind while he was stuck down the hatch for such a long period of time. Unfortunately, I believe this is the final nail in the coffin of your theory. But don't let this bad news dishearten you, as I hope you keep your theories coming. Love the pack podcast. Talk to you later. Bye. Hey, Cliff and Stephanie. This is Jeremy I'm calling from Oregon. Uh, I was just watching the Season 2 DVDs and noticed something on the extra features that might be of interest to Cliff. Um, on this special feature they call um, The Secrets of the Hatch or something like that, there's um, interviews with like the creators and designers of the hatch and stuff, and they say that the mural on the wall was actually painted by Desmond, and they confirm that really clearly, that Desmond actually painted the picture. And I know this is a big part of your Thomas theory, Cliff, so... Um, not sure how that's going to affect your theory, but sure you'll work something out. Okay, um, love the show. Um, take care. Bye. Hello, guys. Thank you very much for calling in. We've got a couple other sh- calls we'll get to in just a second. But my de- the mat, the, the, the mat, the hatch mural. Cliff just keeps changing his theory. To, <laughs> yeah, I'll just change my theory. <laughs> no, seriously, though. Uh, yeah, that throws a little wrench into the works there. But I would tell you on the Generally Speaking Lost Forum, which you can go to generallyspeakingpodcast.com, click on the link for the Lost Forum, and you will see that other people are coming up with ideas of how this could still fit into my Thomas theory. And the fact is is that in the Tom in Raised by Another, in the apartment, there are the other murals painted by Thomas, which could have also been painted by Jack Bender as just backup prompts because he is a painter. But why would they obviously make such a point to throw it in there as an Easter egg looking kind of thing with so many different murals and with so many of the same themes with the the heads and how they look one another? And yeah, maybe that's just the way he kind of expresses himself in most of his paintings and stuff. But why did he also put the numbers in there and the numbers are in the mural in the hatch? So I still believe... I still believe that Thomas maybe was trying to recreate because then here's my new part of the theory. Thomas has seen this this mural in the hatch and is trying to make sense of it and that and he he's he sees it in his head and he's and the reason why he's got so many unfinished murals is because he's trying to recreate it and then it keeps messing up and I don't know. I, I, I'm really grabbing at straws here, but but I I'm hoping that there's still something with those paintings in Thomas's uh, apartment that still links to this because I think that that would be awesome. If nothing else, just to know that I was onto something. Well, I think if they don't link them, then they should take note to have a different artist come in to express a different characters. But Jack Bender does a good job, I guess. And well, he does, but if he can't express Thomas and Desmond you tell him right now. I'm I'm sure he's listening. Well, no, I'm just <laughs> I'm just giving you a know hard if time. you if you we're looking for some things and and it kind of leads us down well, the and, wrong path. Well, maybe maybe that's just our the viewers' fault for looking too hard. Maybe too hard. 
Yeah, Maybe we're know. looking... I don't think that that's our fault because they're putting obvious things in there that are more difficult to find than that. That's true. And so they've got us looking. That's true. I think it's their fault. Okay. Anyway. I, I still think that maybe you should have, you know, two different artists to express the thoughts and feelings of two different characters. Okay. Exactly. And I agree. But, and and then we wouldn't be, I wouldn't still be hung up on this. I, w- I wouldn't want the same person to come in and paint a painting expressing you and, and come in and do the same thing expressing me. I don't think that it could be done. No, because we're a little different <laughs> sometimes, aren't we? Sometimes. <laughs> okay. Anyway, moving right along. Um, Jamie in Massachusetts wants to tell us a little bit about the connections part of the DVD. Hi, Cliff and Stephanie. This is Jamie from Massachusetts. And I'm actually calling about some things I discovered on the Season 2 DVD set that I thought might be of interest. Um, I was actually looking through the Lost Connections portion on the Extras disc, and I noticed... Um, that there is a connection from Jack to a staticky, shadowy figure that I assume is meant to be a future connection that we don't know about yet. Um, however, this uh, connection also applies to Jack's father, and I also found it odd that when I was looking at Claire, she also had a connection to this shadowy figure, and I think that this may indicate the connection between um, Jack Shepard, Christian Shepard, and Claire, and may lend credence to the theory that Claire is Jack's sister, and I found that quite interesting. Um, also, um, I found the connection from Mr. Echo to the psychic Richard Malkin, um, who's also connected to Claire. However, um, whenever you click on one of these connections, it gives you a clip from the show, and the clip that it showed of Richard Malkin and Echo's connection was not something that I remember um, from the question mark episode, and it actually was Richard Malkin talking to Echo, saying that um, he was such a fraud that he took $16,000 from a couple in L.A. to scare a pregnant girl into getting onto a flight to America. And I don't remember that being in the first episode, and I uh, wonder if they put it in there as a clue of uh, possible plot points. Um, I haven't gone through the entire Lost Connections options yet, but I wonder if there are any other deleted scenes that might give us any clues. And I thought that might be of interest. And I also will um, post this on the board as well, because uh, it makes me think there's there's more to be seen um, on the DVD and more clues to be given. So I thought um, you might be interested in that. And keep up the good work. Thanks Thank a lot. You. Bye. Thank you, Jamie. Uh, no, I did not see that, the whole Richard Malkin. Of course, I haven't gone through all the Lost Connections because right. there are a lot of them there. And so I'll have there to dig time. through and find that. We'll find Claire, and I'm sure that will immediately send this Take down it, to right. Richard Malkin. Uh, so anyway, thank you, Jamie, for that. And definitely goes to show that that Connections feature is something that is uh, definitely worth its while, on uh, worth the money that you'd pay for the DVDs. So... Uh, here's some uh, comment from Austin in Arkansas. Hey, Cliff and Stephanie, this is Austin from Arkansas calling in with a theory. I think that all of the people on the island are there because they have seen people die or be murdered or whatever. Like Jack saw the woman die in the hospital. Kate murdered that guy and saw her childhood sweetheart die. Sawyer murdered the guy he thought was Sawyer, and he saw his parents die. Sawyer was in the war. Harley saw his grandpa have a heart attack, and 
I think we'll see more of that later. And um, that's my theory. That's why I think they're all on the island. That's why I think they crashed. Um, love your podcast, guys. See ya. It's an interesting theory. Hi, this is Lost Away Bonnie from lost.about.com. I'm out here in California. And I was listening to your uh, last podcast about um, hearts and minds. And the thing that really struck me about it was the audio review that you did there in the beginning. Um, it's different listening to the monster sounds than it is when you're actually watching the show, um, it, only using your ears as senses instead of um, being distracted by what is on the screen. So I was really listening to the monster sounds, and I'm just trying to figure out what it is, and it really reminds me of Jurassic Park and the dinosaurs on there. Um, and But it, it really can't be a dinosaur, can it? <laughs> because... It needs to be something that's controlled by somebody. Um, so I'm just really curious about what these dinosaur-like sounds are. Um, and Regis Philbin has always said that he thought it was a dinosaur, um, but he doesn't watch the show. So um, I just wanted to get your thoughts on that and see what you think about the monster. Great podcast. Bye. Okay. Thank you very much there, Bonnie. And um, anyway, what do we think about the monster? I definitely do not think it's a dinosaur. And I No, but it, it could make sense because the whole tree destruction and... The tree destruction know. maybe, but, but definitely not the smoke monster. I mean, we obviously saw that smoke monster up close. That could it's be actually something... showing... You think it could be something different? It could be. I, yeah. I'm just... I'm, I'm try, um, but... You know, she said that um, you know, she she referenced Jurassic Park. Now, I haven't seen all of those movies because they freak me out. But it um, wasn't didn't that movie start out as like this zoo like park where they were in a controlled environment and mm-hmm. and they went all you know dinosaur on the people. It's an interesting theory. So Zeke likes it. Or Tom now. Tom. Tom likes it. So, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, they could be. They could be different. They could be the same. We could never know. But, uh, no, they'll show us. And I, I personally, I don't know. I, I, I think that that there is a, a more scientific answer of, of something with technology. Okay, growing your own dinosaurs. That's so science. Okay. Tech, I think it's something more technology based. Probably. Um, and 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 they even though they swear it's not nanobots, there is something. It's it's some kind of robotic organism of some type that that is able to change shape, and it's able to turn itself into like a chain that can pull lock down into a hole, uh, and then all of a sudden reform and go up in what looks to be like a puff of smoke. Um, it has electrical charges that can statically create images. Um, it, it possibly could even reshape itself to look like a horse or something else. I, I, I don't know. But I will tell you that I'm hoping that they give us some answer in season three about the monster. Yeah. I, I think that that's something that is, is about due. Alrighty. So that's uh, that's our listener feedback, and now what I want to do is go to Lost in the News. Lost 
in the news. <coughs> Stephanie, I'm going to go ahead and talk about this first article here. And uh, I'm going to give you the next one, with, uh, which is an interview. And the first one, it, it, I, I kind of debated whether or not I would bring this up in our podcast. But uh, it, a couple people have said, are you going to talk about this? And, and it's big enough that I think I would talk about it. And I actually have a little um, something to go with it. <coughs> Pardon me. Anyway, it says, another lost star arrested. At least six, this is from, uh, let me check my source here so I can tell you. This is from the starbulletin.com. And it says, another lost star arrested. At least six cast members from the hit ABC series have been cited for violations, mostly speeding. Uh, police arrested Adewale Agnoye Agbaje and uh, for disobeying police officer and driving without a license. Uh, Agnoye Agbaje uh, 39 paid $500 bail and was released after spending a little more than six hours in jail. He is the third lost member to be arrested. Now, he, uh, get this, he arrested for traffic violations. In November, Michelle Rodriguez and Cynthia Watros were arrested for drunk driving. Both pleaded guilty last year. At least six other lost cast members have been cited but not arrested for traffic violations, most of them speeding. Here's a little rundown. <coughs> Josh Lee Holloway, who plays Sawyer, uh, paid $153 in fines for going 53 in a 35 mile per hour zone on September 21, 2005. Dominic Monahan, who plays Charlie, paid $172 in fines on March 10, 2005. Speeding ticket for going 78 in a 55 mile zone. And fines of $152 on August 12, 2004 for another speeding ticket. Uh, Naveen Andrews, who plays Saeed, Paid $122 fine for a citation for driving 70 in a 45 mile per hour zone on October 14, 2004, and he paid $232 after pleading no contest for speeding at 70 miles per hour in a 35 mile per hour zone on March 9, 2005. Ian Joseph Summerhalter, who played Boone in first season, Ian. paid. What did I say? You just said jo- Joseph. Didn't Ian. You? Ian Joseph. I Summerhalter. didn't hear you say Ian. I just I heard apologize. you say Joseph. Anyway, who played Boone in the first season, paid $202 in fines after being pulled over in uh, Hawaii, (laughs) let's put it that way, March 2nd, 2005, for going 42 and a 25, which I don't think that's that bad, but (coughs) anyway. It's the whole thing about... I know. We're not going to go there. Christian Jason Bowman, who plays Steve, or is it Scott? I can't keep him straight. Anyway, he was... Well, the paper says Steve. Okay. (laughs) He was fined $112 after he was pulled over for going 53 in a 35 mile per hour zone on May 5th, 2005. After a moment, Bowman wrote a letter to the court, however, the citation was amended to 48 miles per hour. Herod Paranel Jr., who plays the horrible dad, <laughs> it doesn't say that, I put that in, uh, was ticketed for having no motor, no motor vehicle insurance and no safety check. Uh, the charge was dismi- dismissed, however, after he provided proof of insurance, which... Thank goodness there's always your local independent insurance agent. Ain't that right, babe? Yeah. <coughs> anyway, Eknoye Ekbaje is scheduled for district court appearance on September 26th, which isn't that just the week before Lost I premieres? I do believe. So, anyway, I the reason... Eight days. <coughs> Excuse me. The one that got me was the... Hold on. Who was driving without a valid license? I think that was um, I think that was Dominic Monahan. 
But anyway, here's what yeah, I want to... Yeah, you didn't read that part. Is that how can... Because that, that citation was dismissed. That's um, why I didn't read it. I know. But what struck me is that how can... I guess they get so used to getting... Um, drove everywhere by other people that they forget how or that there no, are I, laws I, I to obey or I don't think they that get they drove need to go to other, the local courthouse and I don't think they do get drove around by other people I, I, I don't I, not all the time there are times when they do and you saw this where hello have you never watched a red carpet I don't think do, they do, do red they, carpets in Hawaii babe no but they go to LA okay so here's so anyway the, the thing is is that how can you forget to renew your license Okay, well, here, here's what I wanted to point out. Um, I was listening to Hawaii Up. Do you know what Hawaii Up is? I don't. It is Ryan Oswa's okay, uh, personal yes, I do. podcast. And uh, he just recently released a podcast in number 43. I'm going to play you a little clip from his show. And, and, you know, the reason why I was hesitant to play this is because I know some of the cast listen to this. And I don't like to rub people's dirty laundry. But the, the fact is, is, this is out there. It's major network news i mean it, it people are talking about this stuff kids look up to these people <coughs> kids do look and and i'm I, if you're a part of the cast of the show do me a favor listen to what ryan just played in his show and slow down the tight-knit north shore community is still reeling after two terrible car wrecks in the same spot within 18 hours of each other left four young people dead Shortly after 4 a.m. last Saturday, a speeding car carrying five teenagers struck a pole in La Ie, leaving the 15-year-old driver and a 16-year-old passenger dead. The driver, who was visiting family from Dallas, did not have a driver's license, was legally drunk, and stole the car from an acquaintance without permission. No one in the car was wearing a seatbelt. The tragedy deepened, however, that night. Family and friends of the victims killed in the first crash had congregated at the scene when a second speeding car missed a turn and plowed into the group of mourners at about 11 p.m. A 16-year-old boy and 19-year-old woman died fewer than 19 hours after their friends. The driver of the second car, a 21-year-old woman, was not drinking. Both drivers were speeding, though, and a passenger in the first car told KHON that he estimated that they were traveling at about 80 miles per hour when the 15-year-old lost control. Family members say he was about to go back to Texas and likely wanted to go for a joyride. While the community mourns, attention is again focused on Hawaii's recently implemented graduated licensing program for new drivers, teen drinking, and general highway safety. Anyway, wow, that is a tragic story. I mean, less than 14 hours? Is that what he said? And, and I mean... He's 19 it, hours, I think. Anyway, it, it doesn't matter how long. It, I mean, it, it's, you're sitting there on the side of the road where two of your friends had just tragically lost their lives, and along comes another speeding driver. Not, now, this one is not alcohol-related. Another speeding driver going 80 miles per hour, which we've just read. Many of these, 75, 80... It's dangerous stuff, and, and I'm going to tell you, I, I am no saint when it comes to highway safety, but but from what I understand, these Hawaii roads are wide open, but you know, the thing is, is it's not always as easy to make those curves and stuff, and so anybody out there listening, please slow down, you know, don't, don't be doing 80 and 75 and stuff like that in 45 mile per hour zones, there's a reason why they post those things. 
There are. So anyway, that that's all I have to say. I I, I don't want. I didn't want to make a big huge deal out of it. In fact, um, I do want to share with you some uh, good stuff uh, from um, Adewale Agnaj Ag- Adewale. Ah, forget it. I can't talk. Mr. Abaje. Yeah, Agnaye Abaje. This is a really cool article, and you want to go ahead and read that. It's from metro.co.uk, and it's a 60-second interview. Okay. Um, London-born Adewale um, Ignai Abaje. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> you, you, can't, you just can't say his name fast. Adewale Ignaye Abaje. Okay. So show me up. That's what you do best. <laughs> Anyway, is the mysterious drug-dealing priest Mr. Echo in TV series Lost? His breakthrough role came um, came in the prison drama Oz, but he's also appeared in The Mummy Returns, The Born Identity, and Fifty Cent's film Get Rich or Die Tryin'. And then you just want me to read these questions? Questions and answers. Only the ones with the stars next to them. Right. Got that part. Hence the X's through the other. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. Will Lost ever end? I have no idea, to be honest. It depends on how interested the fans are. Do the writers have any idea how it's going to end? Honestly, I don't think so. You'd have to ask them, but I think they're... I think they're just a few episodes ahead of the game and just let it roll from there. Okay. So they're... Does that say blagging? So they're blagging it? Yes, because this is... This is from the UK, UK, which we don't use some of these words. I don't use their slang, so so they're blagging it. Um, I think so, yeah. I I think they're winging it, mate. Okay, so winging it. Um, Is it odd, as an actor, not knowing what the story is about? It depends what kind of actor you are. If you are li- if you like to be in control and know the outcome, it can be frustrating. Initially, it was like that for me. If you if you trust the writers, it can be really exhilarating experience. Hopefully you get the good stuff, but then maybe next week you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll read some of it. I, I'm fine. Okay, go ahead. You talk a lot. Woohoo. <laughs> Lost was a great idea for one or two series. Lost was a great idea for one or two series, but the writers seem to be dragging it out. Do you think it's losing its appeal? Um, less is more. I, I started in the cult show Oz, and I got off it because I felt enough was enough. The writers of Lost have different ideas, and obviously they have arcs they want to complete. Um, you, sh- you should hit and run, then get on something else. Get on with something else. Filming a hit TV show on a Hawaiian island sounds tough. Ha, it is actually. Um, You might think it's easy, but it's hard work. I'm away from friends and family for nine months. But honestly, who's going to listen to me complain? Um, There are lovely perks. You're in paradise, and you turn around after shooting, and you can see uh, a whale jump out of the sea. But it's quite a lonely job to do all the way out there. Wow. Sorry. Okay. If you were plane wrecked on an island, do you think you'd be able to survive? I'd love it. 
it's part of the reason I took the job. It's the whole Marlon Brando thing in Apocalypse Now, isn't it? Getting out there and doing it native style. Whether I'd survive or not is another thing, but I'd have, but I'd have a good go. Okay. Was there pressure to make your name more westernized to fit into Hollywood? This is good. You want me to read this one? Because it has the pronunciation of the name. I, okay. It he says, doesn't. I'm Nigerian descent from the Yoruba tribe. Names are very significant in that culture. It basically states your purpose in life. Ade is the crown. Wale, or Wale, I'm sorry, means to arrive. So that means the crown has arrived. Akin is, or Akin, uh, is warrior. And Akbaje is prosperity and wealth. Every day when somebody calls my name, they remind me of that purpose, and for me to renounce that would be sacrilege. Uh, the name has caused a lot of scrapes growing up. Having come this far, I would not. I wasn't going to abandon it for Hollywood. People are going getting used to it. They abbreviate it to Triple A, but uh, I, I, I was cool to have it broke down like that because now it's easier to say Adewale, Akinoye, Akbaje. Mm -hmm. Alright, and so there's I like that because you do see a lot of um a lot of actors changing their names and, and things. And I, I understand doing it for you know, for just namesake. If but your name is just Bubba. <laughs> Bubba Gump. <laughs> but uh but yeah, I really like that and that he's proud of his heritage and of his name. There's one just one more on there about the Ooh, sorry. That's all right. Which one? About his his story. Mr. Echo's story. What is Mr. Echo's story? Yeah, read this that one because I didn't like this answer. You didn't? Nope. Okay. He's an ex-drug lord who was always a priest but who had to turn to drug dealing to save his brother's life. His journey has been about reclaiming his soul and the island has given him a chance to redeem himself. I met someone... In the bank the other day and he said you're that criminal pretending to be a priest and I said no actually I am a priest pretending to be a criminal okay and I have to argue with that and I don't know when this are when this interview was done but I think it was recent uh, so I, I, I don't understand that because he wasn't a priest when he was a young boy taken away and I don't know how he could have studied he to was be if he was in he was if he was in the care of the priest in his village, maybe in training, maybe. But he, even his brother, um, told him several times. Listen, you know, he, if he was if he was a really a priest, then why would he go to his brother and say, "Make me a priest. I need you to do this so I can get on the plane." I think in in his heart, he was always a priest. Okay. That was supposed to be the life that he was he, that to was lead. The life that he wanted to. Live. But circumstances made him choose to be, to pretend to be a criminal, which he did rather well, and maybe going to his brother and saying, "Make me a priest," was more about, um, was more about, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Um, regulations, rules, and politics than it was about changing his heart okay well anyway um he needed to get his priest papers he needed his papers so he, he could I get want, on the plane he wanted his priest papers so he could transport some drugs off the island but anyway he was taking them off the island so the kids couldn't get them i agree but 
Are no. you judging his heart? <laughs> Did I say Listen that? Listen to us sitting here talking about Mr. Echo like he's a real person. <laughs> <laughs> That's what lost the holics do, babe. Anyway, so we have another ca- uh, story here, but uh, because of our timing uh, le- that's left in this episode. Have you talked a lot this time? I have talked way too much. And so, uh, anyway, I do have um, some other things that I want to play in our spoiler section. However, we have a very special uh, GSPN update. We can't transmit because something else is already transmitting. Somewhere close, the signal's strong. Plane, how would what kind of transmission is it? It could be a cell phone, maybe a radio signal. Can we listen to it? Let me get the frequency first. Hold on. This is a Generally Speaking Podcast Network update. Hi, everybody. This is pre-recorded Cliff coming to you with a very important GSPN update. Many of you who are longtime listeners know Kim from Kim's Subtle Points here on our podcast. And even uh, as many of you probably know, she's also known as Good Things Coming from our Generally Speaking Lost Forum. And uh, I know quite a few of you also know that Kim is one of our largest contributors in that she does a ton of artwork for our website and also for our Generally Speaking gift shop. I wanted to share with you what's going on and what I've just learned this week that's happened in Kim's life. And hopefully many of you will be able to help out and join Stephanie and I and some other Generally Speaking community listeners in helping Kim out. This past week, Kim's apartment has been completely destroyed by a flood in Highland, Indiana. And there are photos of this um, of her apartment showing you exactly what it looked like, and it's awful. Uh, she is a single mom, and she has a son, uh, and they've lost everything that they own, really. And I'm going to play for you, just briefly, a video of a newscast, and you're going to hear the audio of this. And Kim was actually interviewed in this story, and so you'll get to hear her. And those of you who have heard Kim on our podcast in the past will recognize her voice. Or continues. Four days of rain now. It's certainly taking a toll on residents, especially in northwest Indiana, where several homes there have collapsed and hundreds of basements are now flooded in the suburbs there. From three to five inches of rain have fallen so far today in northwest Indiana. All of that rain turns streets into rivers in several communities. Now among the towns hardest hit by the flooding, East Chicago and Highland, Indiana. ABC 7's Leah Hope joins us live from Highland with more about that flooding there. Leah. Linda, we're on the north side of Highland where we have been seeing what you see behind me all over this town. High standing water. Now, fortunately, the rain has stopped for now and town officials were saying that the water was going to peak at about 3 o'clock. And it does seem to be drying up a little bit, but we still see a lot of standing water. This rain was predicted, but the water problem was not it. The water overwhelmed the banks of the Little Calumet and Highland, Indiana sewer system. Some residents tried to battle the water in their homes, but others chose to leave. Firefighters had to evacuate at least eight people by boat. Friends and relatives also arrived to help residents who were flooded. The town recently completed work on a sewer project as well as a dike project, and some are suspicious that these projects may have contributed to the flooding. But town officials say this really had much more to do with Mother Nature. But the reasons for the flooding are not as immediately needed as a way out of the water. Terrible. The water is probably about waist deep. Cars are moving. 
people are trying to get okay, out. Okay, now Kim is going to be speaking next, so the next female voice you hear is actually Kim. It's getting people out. I mean, it's just flooding. We walked in about an hour ago and found about eight, inch, eight inches of sewage down there. I've been finally able to stop crying. <laughs> so it's pretty much everything. I've only lived there about six months, and everything I have, I worked very hard to get. But, you know, possessions can be replaced, right? Well, with the conditions today, it was pretty tough, obviously, with three feet of water. Um, you know, we had to use a boat to get a few of the people out. We've been hearing reports that some houses actually collapsed with all of the water. Okay, well, the that is uh, the news story that Kim was a part of, and uh, she was on ABC, of all things. Um, but, Kim, we want you to know our hearts and our prayers and our thoughts are with you and your son and, and your family who's trying to help you get through this difficult time. And, and I have been in contact with Kim, and I wanted to share with everybody, she literally has lost everything that, that she had in that apartment. And I just want to uh, ask all of you to go to our show notes for the uh, episode number 42 of this podcast. And in the show notes, uh, there will be a link to some photos that she put together on her live journal site. Um, there will also be uh, a link to this new story. You can actually see Kim and see what she looks like. And although she would hate me for telling you to do that. Um, and very importantly, um, what we have d done is we have seen stories from Kim of people who have really surrounded her in her hometown, family and co-workers and friends who have really come to, to buy some emergency clothing and, and just some and meet, meet some small immediate needs. And that really got me to thinking. And that is, um, you know, we have been doing this laptop fund uh, for for the past two weeks and we are going to continue to do that however this week I'm going to ask that rather than if you were planning on giving to our laptop fund for the generally speaking podcast network this week I would invite you to instead go to the web go to the show notes for this podcast episode and there will be a link where you can actually send a PayPal donation directly to Kim herself and uh, if you'd be willing to do that, that would be excellent. I will tell you that Stephanie and I just sent over a donation today uh, on behalf of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. And I've just read where Edith Baker from um, uh, Damascus, Maryland, who is possibly going to be losing her job soon, uh, also realized that, that Kim's need is greater than our own. And so, therefore, she has also sent over some money. So, um I tell you, the Generally Speaking Podcast Network community, you guys are the best, and you have been there to support Stephanie and I through this podcasting endeavor, and Kim has been a great support herself and has carried well beyond uh, the call of duty of, of any listener, so if we can help her out in any way, please go to generallyspeakingpodcast.com, and then on the right-hand menu, it'll have show links or show notes and what you want to do is click on the weekly lost podcast look at the show notes for this episode number 42 and there will be a link there that you can actually click on and send a donation via paypal of any amount over directly to kim and uh just so you know in the forum there's been some discussion going on already already you do not need a paypal account anybody with a credit card uh can make a paypal donation to kim directly without signing up for any kind of PayPal account. So if you are able to do that, we encourage you to do so. This has been a special GSPN update. I'm pre-recorded Cliff, and now I turn it back over to you guys in the studio. What? 
anyway the whole I, credit card thing no okay okay so here here's the deal um i just got an email from kim earlier tonight yeah and we had planned on doing that little bit there and asking people to donate and i just want to let you know that we had a prior to this for the last two or three days we've already put a little announcement in the forum and already just those who have read about what's going on with kim and read our announcement in the forum and saw the link in the forum announcement they've our listeners have already donated over 225 dollars to kim that's amazing and that's that's before this has been released and so we know that thousands of people are going to download this over the next seven days and uh, I'm personally praying that God will lay it on people's hearts to at least donate at, at, at least 10 bucks to, to help her out. And those who are able to do far exceedingly more than that at any amount, uh, by all means, it, Kim has been such a blessing to us and uh, recently became a Christian and has just for the first time in her life really being able to see how God provides for, for those who are called according to his purpose and and so we um we have been blessed with this opportunity to to really show her our love and god's love in a very practical way so that's it for that and then uh, in other generally speaking news we do need to send out a special thank you to the following podcasts who played our new promo this past week uh father roderick's daily breakfast Adam curry's daily source code dina scott's controlling chaos podcast Jeff Rooney's Ear Giggles, and Trevor Carpenter's Scribe Music Show podcast. Thank you guys for playing our new promo. And if you haven't seen it yet, it is in our feed for our podcast, and it's only one megabyte, and so that means you could easily email this promo to all your friends. So not that's a little <laughs> hint, hint. Anyway, and then Frapper Map Editions, there's not a whole big, huge billion people list so Stephanie and I are going to go through these real quick. Stephanie, you want to start off with Matthew? Sure, Matthew Willis from Simpsonville, South Carolina. I apologize. We have uh, Heath Katzma in Spokane Valley, Washington. Kelly Wilming- Kelly. Kelly from Wilmington, Delaware. Uh, we have Dre in Los Angeles, California. Okay, give me some help on... Chiro Greg. Chiro Greg from Riverton, Utah. Kristen Nashua in New Hampshire, or Kristen in Nashua, New Hampshire. I should have. Um, you should have commented these. <laughs> I apologize. This is my fault. Anne Schne- Anna Snyder from Portland, Oregon. Robert Villanueva in Ab. Uh, let's see here, Alhambra, California. Uh, Emma from London, England, in the United Kingdom. Andy Collins in Wake Forest, North Carolina. Carlos from Roseville, California. Anthony Staten or Anthony Staten Island, New York, and of course anybody that's that's the list. Right, I was going to say that anyone can add their pin into our Frapper Map. Simply go to www.generallyspeakingpodcast.com and click on the link for our Frapper Map. Absolutely, and then again we <coughs> um, want to mention, even though the GSPN Laptop Fund is on hold for for the next seven days. Uh, we we would encourage you to send that donation to Kim instead. 
However, I do need to say a special thank you to Stephanie Alford and Dane Piersdorf for their donations. And the laptop fund is now at $305, and we are just at just barely over 30% of the way there. That's pretty cool. It is way cool. That's and so uh, that's our little update. And now for the good stuff. This isn't what was supposed to happen. What's going to happen? You don't want to know what was supposed to happen. I know. Because you don't know what's going to happen. You know what? You're not going to find out. Don't you want to know? Don't you want to know, Steph? Ah, uh, kind of. Well, I want to know what's going to happen Coming up in season three of Lost. I, I, I want to know, but I want to know it all right now. So just these little bits of information aren't really okay. helping me any. Well, this promo was so cool. Okay. This is an awesome promo. I don't know if you've seen it yet, but... Probably... I but, don't know. But here's, here's the audio. Without warning, they fell from the sky. They stood together, fought together, endured together. They're free from the world, free from their past. They finally have a chance to discover who they really are. And what could be more terrifying than that? Find yourself lost. The brand new season premieres Wednesday, October 4th at 9, 8 central. Only on ABC. Only on ABC. Now that... I can talk like this when I'm sick. Coming up on Lost. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Stephanie. Okay. That trailer... It's 11.52 p.m. That trailer <laughs> reminds me... Um, the whole the whole theme through that trailer is find yourself. And, and, and what it, could be more terrifying than that? What's that about? Yeah, but that's... I'm trying to link it to the trailer that I mentioned. What was that? Two weeks ago? Yeah, something like that. About the who they were before and who will they choose to be. Uh huh. It it really it really supports the whole everything's changing in season three. Everything's gonna change. Stop it. <laughs> in a land far, far away. Okay, what else you got? I have no idea because okay. I'm having too much fun doing I, this voice. Okay, people are gonna stop listening. <laughs> They've already stopped. Okay. <laughs> there ain't nobody uh, listening at this point. What else do we have here? <laughs> it doesn't matter. They're not listening. It, this is just us blabbering now. Okay. Okay, so I... I thought that's what we were doing from the beginning. Yeah. So anyway, the Hanso video, I want to play that. Do you mind? Okay, the whole thing? Yeah, it's only six minutes and 28 seconds. Okay, you want to do But we've already week? been recording for like over an hour. An hour and 21 minutes and See, 44 yeah. seconds. We'll, we'll save the Hanso exposed video right. for after... That's a good idea. for next week. In fact, do you want to just save the all the spoiler information until next week? Sure. Because I have a ton of it. Because yeah, you know, that's we'll a good be... idea. Because we're already an hour and twenty minutes. Another week closer. Yes, we are, and uh, we're we're very excited. In fact, I just found out that they're going to have one of those special catch everybody up like it's really possible uh, episodes the week <laughs> before. So uh, yeah, that that's not possible. That does not work. You really got to go back to. Yeah, you need to go back and watch at least all of season two, and yeah. and once you watch the first, actually, you need to go to the the. Uh, <laughs> You need to go to the uh, season finale of season one and watch it all the way through to season two. That's not true. I think that you gain a lot of good information from season one. No, I'm not saying... I'm saying at minimum, that's what you need to do. At minimum. At minimum. Of course, you would then miss Raised by Another, my favorite episode, which shows that Thomas and Claire are into something. 
So, hey, everybody, that's all we have this week. Actually, we have a ton more. That's a lie. Uh, We have so much more to share, but we're going to have to come to you again next week. And until then, let's stay lost. You have been listening to the weekly Lost Edition of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. You can make our show even better with your feedback. Call our listener comment line at area code 413-521-0958 to leave your comments and questions. And please start with your name and where you're calling from. If you would like to contribute to our weekly podcast, simply click on the PayPal donate button on our website at www.generallyspeakingpodcast.com. Join us next week for another edition of Generally Speaking. Thanks for listening. So, Steph, do you think anybody will go to our website and click on the soulmate.com banner? I'm thinking about it. (laughs) (laughs) I just hope they don't go to soulmate.com directly. wouldn't Wouldn't that be funny that... But I mean, I'm. I'm what, maybe you and I should sign up every other day, happily married. Yeah, we should sign up for the free trial and see if they put us together. Would that be cool or what? <laughs> they wouldn't. <laughs> I don't know. They, they wouldn't. Anyway, I just hope people don't go directly to soulmate.com, but instead yeah, go to generallyspeakingpodcast.com yeah, and click on the button. Virginia won't get her. Yeah, and Virginia Justice was so nice to sponsor our show. Absolutely. Yeah. This isn't like an additional endorsement or anything. No. This is like totally like just that. us talking and not realizing it's recording, right? Yeah. Yeah. You so know it's recording. <laughs> I know. And here's another shameless plug for another sponsor to our show. Okay. Do you know who it is? Uh, <laughs> yeah. The independent agent can recommend anyone. Phil Urban, President and CEO of Grange Insurance. Grange Insurance is only sold through independent agents, so we work hard to make it easy for them to recommend us to their customers. Grange does a great job of offering a good combination of service, value, price, discounts, and the agent is a very important part of that equation. Walk with with me, talk with me, me. be a partner. That's creepy. Hi, my name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and I've been a Grange independent agent since 1997. And I got a little sinus infection. Free, no obligation term life insurance quote with Grange Life Insurance, one of the most trusted names in the business. You can call me toll free at 888 364. Five nine two two. Your in protection. You really gotta stop doing that. That that is quite annoying. You know, when I get over this, I'm gonna have to totally go back and record those spots because I do sound like That's I'm a little fine. I'm working with. You're not dealing with AT and T. So are we you done? Obnoxious. Stephanie, do you think you have to tell me that? Uh, I would hope not. Okay. So anyway. Are we done? I guess. Because it's like an hour and 26 minutes. Turn me off. Turn? I was hoping to turn. Never mind. We'll go. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs>